When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Dead Down Wind, Tinks, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Burris Optics, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA and HHA USA, Black Eagle Arrows, Cobra Archery, Camp Chef, Caffeine Support provided by Deer Camp Coffee. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast. Myself, Tim Mazarana, Dave Thomas tonight. We're joined by a very special guest, uh, Christy Titus from Pursue the Wild. Christy, how's it going today? You know, I've been bow hunting, and so that's all good. I, I can't complain. So so tell us, where, where have you been recently? What's been your big adventures? I just got home from Colorado chasing elk yes, uh, yesterday. I was out there with my dad and... Um, I'm like heartbroken because I came home without a bowl. Bow hunting is truly a game of inches. And I have some videos I'm going to release um, once Bear Archery launches this new bow line. You know, I had a bowl at 10 feet. 10 feet. 10 feet. Wow. And he's behind this tree branch and he's screaming in my face. I need him to step out 12 inches, you know? Yeah. And he's screaming. He was there for four. I was at full draw for four minutes waiting for this bull to move. I was shaking. I threw my cam down on my leg. And I'm like, dude, if this guy steps out, it doesn't matter where my pin is. I'm going to kill him. (laughs) I literally held for four minutes full draw. And um, he just kind of turned and walked away. But it was, I mean, I had five days of that. You know, wind busted me. Uh, I mean, you know, 50 yards shoulder shot. You know, it was just like it was, it's the most epic and heartbreaking elk hunt I've ever been on in my life. I was going to say that, that, that sounds like, even though you didn't get one, what an amazing experience to have a bull like that calling 10 feet from you. That's got to be cool in and of itself. He literally puts his nose down in the dirt and like blows dirt. I can like look at his eye. I could have shot him in the eyeball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. This is crazy. Um, But yeah, it was a week of that. And and I'm just like, 
how does this happen where you're like so close? It's a game of inches, you know? It is. It is for sure. And, and everything that can go wrong will, right? I mean, that's, that's usually how it kind of goes. But you went out there, you said you went out there with your dad? Yeah. How cool that's is cool. that? You hunt yeah, with him all cool. the time? Yeah, I hunted with my dad. You know, I introduced my dad to archery. In you my- did? It was, okay. Usually we hear the opposite. It's the other way around. I know, right? Like we're, and I also introduced my husband to bow hunting this year and we went to Africa and he got his first archery animal. And, um, so I'm like the girl that introduces the men in our life to bow hunting. That's cool. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, my dad and I, my dad loves elk hunting. He's eaten up with it. And, you know, I wish he would have had a little different outcome on this hunt, but he had a lot of fun and, and, uh, I had the funniest video, you know, this bull who's, my dad was like 20 yards from me when this bull's at 10 feet. So we get set up, there's another other like little raghorn that was kind of thinking about coming in and wasn't a bull I wanted to shoot. My dad's across his meadow and he's like so excited. He's got his iPhone out and he's like trying to film it. And I'm like, man, I don't like my dad sitting there. I looked at my cameraman because the bull was going to see my dad. Like there's like no way, like. He was not disguised with the cameraman rolls into my dad. And it's just like, I love these funny dynamics with my dad. Like where I'm like, what is he doing that for? He's so excited to be there. He doesn't like, he just loves it. You know, just kind of observing nature, right? We do a lot of that in Michigan when we're, you know, cause we're not, we're not spotting stock or anything like that. You know, we're sitting in a tree stand in the ground blind waiting for them to show up. So there's some time to pass and you kind of, you kind of enjoy looking out at nature and, uh, seeing God's creation. But uh, I tell you, man, there's nothing like seeing a bull elk come in. Those things are amazing. Yeah. It's, it'll actually, I mean, like if I think about bull elk hunting, like and calling elk, that's what I love to do. If it's time to go to bed, like it will keep me awake. Like my heart will start pounding and I'll start sweating. And it's pretty pathetic actually. (laughs) Elk fever, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, like, yeah. Love it. So Christy, how did you, so, so you taught your dad, you taught your husband, how did you get into archery? Um, I was, I hate to say this, I was dating a guy <laughs> that was a bow hunter and, you know, I hunted with my dad my whole life. You know, we, I grew up packing into the backcountry with mules and I'd always been a hunter and I, and I dated a guy for a while that was super into bow hunting and calling elk and I was like, dude, this guy can do it watch me. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so I just got kicked off with it and I brought my dad into bow hunting and you know, literally the best memories of my life are with my dad. Like these, these encounters that we've had with me calling for my dad on public land or him calling for me or, you know, my first branch bull with my dad, you know, he was with me. And um, like, those are like literally the coolest memories of our life. And, and my dad's a workaholic in his 67. He's a workaholic. And I'm like, look, dad, you need to take some more time, carve out some life and just slow down a little and start bow hunting more with me. So I'm really working on that. And that was kind of part of what, uh, we were doing this last week. So it makes it super special. How fun is that? That's cool. No, what, uh, so what state do you guys call home? Oregon. Ah. it's bow season right now but i'm getting ready to go i got home last night i'm working in the office today and i'm getting ready to go um to kansas for whitetail on sunday so i'm like man 
I'm going to go to the dentist tomorrow. <laughs> I should be bow hunting elk in Oregon, but I'm, I'm going to Kansas, but it, it's all good, you know? <laughs> so when you set up like a hunt for like Kansas, is this, uh, do you, do you work with a specific outfitter you've always worked with or how does that work? Yeah, I've hunted with the same outfitter for like, uh, four years, I think. Um, and what's cool, like when I go with him to Missouri, I hunt the same farm every year. So I go in the spring and, um, you know, I'll kind of figure out like, Hey, this is where I saw the deer moving last year. And in the spring we'll set stands and move things around. Cause I'm almost the only one that really bow hunts this particular farm. And so it's been a lot of fun. I, you know, I'll see the same deer after year and they kind of break your heart like oh that's that wide 10 you know or that's that 164 and you know you'll get a glimpse of these deer and um sometimes just running across fields and whatnot so it's it's been a lot of fun because because I feel like it's this kind of a home place for me because I put so much into being there you know I, I go there twice a year to try to make sure that my fall is really productive and I'm very invested in doing that. I don't, I don't want to show up somewhere and have someone just hang stands for me. I'm like, I'm coming out there in, in, in this year, I came out in February, but sometimes I come out in March we'll set stands and hang them where, you know, where I was hunting in November, where we were seeing deer move through. And you know, it's weird. Like last year was totally an anomaly. Normally we have a North wind. And so in the spring we'd hung stands uh, for, you know, primarily North wind. And then last year we had so much South wind. Like, I felt like I got caught with my pants down. I'm like, yeah, 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 like, no doubt. <laughs> like I've set all these stands for a North wind and we're getting a lot of South wind. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like in the middle of the <laughs> night, we're like running around the woods, like monkeys climbing trees, moving stands, you know, like what? <laughs> but so that's bad. part of it. That's part of it, you know? That is absolutely. I mean, we do that a lot. Even we're actually going to yeah. be doing that coming up. Like we, we have our whole setup coming up. We put out all our trail cams, all that kind of stuff. And now, you know, looking through the trail cam footage and all that kind of stuff, we're like, well, I don't know. I think we're going to move this one here and that one there. And, you know, we got to play off what, what's, what's actually going on in the property. Cause that that's, and that's the cool thing about, um, about whitetail hunting is that it changes over time right? Yeah. Like early season is so much different than late season. The rut is, is a way different hunt hunting the rut than it is hunting early season. And it's, it, it creates that challenge, um, you know, that, that you got it, you got to beat it. Right. And you got the competition with yourself that you, you got to beat, you got to figure this out. And it, it's always fun to do that. So we literally moved our stand last year. We, you know, he, David put the stand in the spot. He thought it was going to be good. It was a, it was a new area. Like I said, we had a weird wind. So we were kind of spitballing. I moved that stand in 40 yard increments three times <laughs> to get the stand in the right spot. And, um, man, I blew it on a good deer, but, that <laughs> <laughs> too, but I mean, you have to, you have to do that. Sometimes you have to be like, man, I, you know, they're coming through right here and you think you're in the right place and then it's just not quite right. And then, you know, you pick up in the middle of the night and you move again. Sometimes we'll move midday, not yeah. very often in the rut, but if, if we're feeling pretty confident that there's not deer bedded nearby, we'll move. But, um, yeah, we move, <laughs> we, we jump around literally. I feel like monkeys are <laughs> going around the woods, moving around trees. I don't know. I always feel like your first set's almost your best set too. You know, you haven't had that time to really blow deer out and um, get, you haven't get your wind and stuff. So I, I try to be as prepared as I can for that first set. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So um, 
So while you guys were talking, I had, I had did some side approvals that you should see on your phone by now that gives you approval to talk about the new bear lineup. Oh, damn, we got it. <laughs> so I had to do some side text real quick with our friend uh, at Bear Archery's marketing team to say, hey, are we allowed to talk about this? Because we're both under the same NDA. And, <laughs> and on top of it, when this video launches, we'll actually be after the launch. So this is a Ooh. perfect time. So yeah. This being said, I, I personally have not shot the bow yet. It's at our studio waiting to be our bow review. But I guess, can you tell us from your perspective so far what, you know, you've been hunting with it, it sounds like. So give us a little bit about this refine in your mind. So this bow um, is a little bit longer draw length that I'm accustomed to shooting. You know, it, the minimum draw on it's 26 and a half, but I'm shooting it well. Um, it's 33 inches axle to axle. So it's a little bit longer, a mm -hmm. lot more forgiving in my hand. But what they've done is enhanced. Bear Archery is really good at having a bow that's audibly super quiet. So like when you shoot it side by side next to other bows, the sound is, is quiet, which is good for hunting jumpy critters. But they've not done always necessarily like rated the highest and how the felt vibration was. So they went through this, the new refine and they, not only is it quiet, but it is absolutely dead in your hand. Um, so that vibration has gone super forgiving to shoot. Um, and it's literally, I'm, I'm pulling more weight than I've ever pulled with a bow. My speeds are faster than they've ever been um, because I can pull so much more weight um, super happy with the overall performance of the bow. Just, I mean, I'm laying them in, um, very confidently at distances. I mean, my biggest thing is just, it's not that I can't shoot accurately, you know, at 70 yards, it's how much time can an animal move during that time of flight at 70 yards. So for yeah. me, I really limit the shots I take. Um, but the bow is capable of shooting and, and is, is so smooth to shoot and, I'm super thrilled with it. Like it's pretty. So much. what I noticed, I noticed on the bow. So I took it out of the box. I got to play with it a little bit. I, I, uh, then I, you know, I pulled the, the sheet on uh, the catalog just to go over the specs and all the information. Yeah. And one of the things that came to mind, uh, when I first saw this was the Grizz grip. And then when I grabbed the bow, I was like, Oh, this is, this is a different feel. And then I called the marketing guy at bear while I was holding it. And I said, is this the Grizz grip? Cause this feels different than he's like, yeah, that's not, you know, so there's a slim grip, which is what we had in the redemption. Mm -hmm. And now this new Grizz grip, which is what's on this bow, which I'm really excited to show everybody on our test live show, but it is a really cool feel to it. Uh, and then they also got the Versa grip. So they had a, definitely a, a variety of grips now, which I love. And I, I was, I brought that up to them because I said to them, you know, is there any way to get the perception grip? onto the the newer bow models like and i said this like last year i'm like you know i love the perception and you know it didn't it wasn't their best selling bow but the bow was expensive it was a little bit yeah. different but i love the grip like i thought man this grip is sweet you know and it had this wood inlay and so this is i guess was kind of a part of how they got to that is what i was told at least but yeah it's pretty cool looking it's sweet like they did this like tan color and then this old school like Fred Bear style, like, oh, sick. like original camo on the limbs. That's it awesome. It looks sick. It so looks that's the refine, awesome. right? The one you're shooting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they also launched the Whitetail Legend Pro, which I think I have over there as well. And uh, I'll you try to. Seven of them that they're launching. I have yeah, there's a ton. Alaskan, over. which is a little yeah. bit bigger. Uh, well, no, 32 axle axle. 
33 was the. Here's my uh, copious note taking. You guys want to see what a student. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're like, you could just print uh, off this thing. This had all. The... <laughs> you print. I write. I, I am like on the downgraded version over here. I have to do my own catalog. I don't know. <sighs> um, I don't know what's going on with that. But um, he did say but seven, think, but I see six on here. I don't know. I'm missing one here. I've got seven. So there's. Um, there's the species EV. Oh, that's it. Yeah, you're right. That's that's the price point bow. That one's going to replace the current species. Um, 420 bucks, roughly. Um, it's a solo cam, but they've added more vibration dampening um, to that bow. Um, that's what I love about Bear is their ability to put out a bow at a price point that is very shootable. They have I every price point now. It's ridiculous the, the what, what they're able to put out there with the tech. So, yeah, and that species is like three twenty is your IBO on that. It's three point eight pounds, six and three quarter brace height, thirty inches axle to axle. It's got eighty percent let off, twenty three and a half to thirty and a half draw length, and it's the same riser that's on the legit that's on that one. Um, Let's see, the next bow, the Resurgent is going to Resurgence LD, uh, which is just a long draw, and that's going to replace the species long draw. Um, and then they're also going to have the regular Resurgence, which is um, a new bow edition. It's got a new riser. It's got a new cam that's going to be similar to a hybrid cam. It's going to have an 80% let off. You're going to get those hybrid speeds, so it's like 335 feet a second. 3.9 pounds, six and a quarter brace, 32 inches axle to axle. And that one's rolling from 25 and a half to 31 inch. That's the Alaskan? That's the resurgence. Oh, resurgence. Okay. It's 599 is your map on that. And then there you have a new flagship bow, the Escalade, which is going to be repl replacing the Divergent EKO. And that one's going to roll in at just shy of 750. They added the vibration reduction system. They have a new riser on there, a new string stop. They've got a grip. So they've got a midsize and an angled grip. Um, and then it's rolling at 339 feet a second, 4.1 pounds, six and a half inch brace, 31 inches axle to axle. And it's rolling 26 to 30 inch on the draw length um, on that one. Do we roll through all of these? No, that's good. <laughs> There'll be plenty of content going around this bear launch. I can keep, yeah. I can keep rolling, but but I'm shooting the refined right now, so that's that awesome. one. Um, yeah, that yeah, one. That one still has the EKO cam that we really yeah. liked, the divergent and the. Redemption. The one that was interesting to me was the Alaskan because they have a new cam called the DHC. This is a hybrid cam, they say. Um, so I was interested in that one. I I have that one over there. I got to look at it in detail, but that, that one's only there. offered uh, for online sales. Oh, okay. So, it's so a, that's one's that one's um, direct to consumer then. Yeah, it's offered to dealers to be sold online. So oh, dealers okay. Can okay. Put that bow online and and offer that bow. So that's kind of where that one fits into the. That's what makes the Alaskan kind of special. So, Christy, yeah, is that cool. is the refined the one that you just went out owl hunting with then? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you and one thing. I though. literally had the bow for six days before yeah. I went on my elk hunt. I'm like, okay, guys, well, I gotta get this bow. There's no better time to test it than 10 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> sorry, I didn't. Should have been the main pitcher. Should have been the main pitcher for the marketing. Right now, thank you very much. Like I literally, I have the pool at forty-five yards. He steps out and he's looking, and he turns. He quarters away. I'm like, literally, go to touch my release. It's going off. down. Yeah. Bolts. Like as soon as it's like he saw me touch my release, like he saw me prep my trigger, and I'm like getting ready to give her, like quartering away. This is this thing's get smoked. He's like, I'm not gonna be no marketing campaign. He got the hell out of there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, gonna be no front page heartbreak heartbreak. Well, it could be worse. We we had a guy that went out there uh, a couple weeks ago himself, and he had one. I think it was at 20 yards, or just le- it was less than 20 yards actually. And and uh, he he lines up a shot, and something happened with with his, or he forgot his range finder or something like that, and he knew where it was, and he goes to shoot it, and he completely misses at 20 and he just completely misses and he's going back. And the, the story that he was telling us is going back and he's telling his buddy about how he missed and all that kind of stuff. And um, it turns out when he's telling the story, he's like, yeah, I, I aimed it with my top pin. And I, and, and he just, he stops. He's like, no bottom oh. pin. Bottom I, oh yeah. Pin. He aimed it with his bottom pin and he stops and he's like, Oh man, that was I on the podcast. My bottom pin that happened it's on the podcast. Fun. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. On you're the right. Podcast. I, I was thinking that was it. Isaac. That that no, went. it was full blackout mode. No, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Brandon from Strutton Buck? Yeah, it was. It absolutely was Brandon. You, yeah, not yeah. Now that you're saying it. No, no, oh. it wasn't him. No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. It was Camp Chef. It was Ryan from Camp Chef in Utah. Yeah, remember he started it off with that. It was. Yes, yes, because he's right out there, and it was Guys, like in his backyard. He's done this you know, a million just, times. He's like, he I goes, probably I should say something. this on the podcast, right? <laughs> and it was just so funny. It's like you're telling the story, and you're like, yeah, I use I use my bottom pin, lined so it up, funny. and he's like, oh, my bottom pin. It was the so, funniest thing. So, Chrissy, I got I got a moment in the middle of your podcast. Uh-huh. It was so funny. Uh, so, Chrissy, I got to bring up Ruger because um, we we've actually been working on a new segment of ours called the gun hunter planet and gun hunter planet podcast, kind of a, a sister thing to what we're doing with the bow hunter stuff. But so I've been buying a lot of Rugers lately. Like I, I feel like me and Ruger are like this, but we, they don't know that we're like this. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I bought so many Rugers in the last couple months. Um, and I can, I can say this, you know, pretty clean that the Ruger now in Michigan, we have this thing where like we use a 450 Bushmaster, yeah. Um, and a 350 legend and Ruger's makes know. both those and they're amazing. Like absolutely hands down. The amazing. Bushmaster has a little punishment to it. <laughs> yes. If that thing beautiful. Is the 350, the 350 legends, like shooting a 22. Like, it's a beautiful yeah, gun. Actually, that's what I used for bear hunting last uh, couple yeah. weeks ago, but I didn't get one, but I just have to say, then I was so intrigued. I started buying their pistols. I was like, man, I want to get this LCP max. This thing's badass. And sure enough, I love it. I bought the, I bought the LCP two. That one before I do. I don't even have the LCP Max yet. I just bought it. That's why. <laughs> the store. I was like, I just give me one of them. But I had the LCP two. Which one? The Max nine. Max nine, but not the LCP Max. That's a nice gun. It's bigger though. That little LCP Max is so tiny. I mean, I love it. I'm like, this is the best carry gun you can imagine. It's so tiny, you know. But man, I love Ruger. You know when I when I. Uh... When I started, I was, I shot long range. I, I love shooting long range. And um, when Ruger approached me to work with them, we, I was doing some other stuff and, and, you know, we kind of ended up 
finally coming around to work together. And when I got my first Ruger rifle, I could not believe number one, two things, I guess the price, but the performance from the firearm, like that Ruger American rifle, it, it retails under 500 bucks. And that's the same basic like components of the action that they make the Ruger precision rifle off of that gun for me with hunting ammo is sub half minute. Like that little Ruger American rifle for 499 can like shoot darts. It's flat (laughs) and accurate Mm -hmm. and amazing. And I actually took, you know, a $499 rifle on a doll sheep. shoots like it's for me it's really hard like I look at other firearms manufacturers and I'm like sure there's other people make good guns but Ruger makes everything they make protection pistols they make um you know the PC carving which is great for shooting sports they've got the Ruger precision rim fryer which is awesome for a little training rifle they've got the RPR which is great for long-range shooting they've got that in you know magnum calibers and they've they've got hunting rifles they've got I mean literally like everything the only thing that Ruger doesn't have is a muzzle loader and a shotgun and I'm cool without having either one of those you know like I've got more yep. Ruger rifle shotgun I take turkey hunting but what I love about Ruger is they make guns for everyone. So it's not like they have a woman's gun. And I, I hate the word huntress, right? Cause it's like calling a doctor, a doctress. Like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like you're a doctor. I'm a hunter where there's no S on this. And Ruger is really awesome because I, I don't feel like they have that kind of, um, shrink it and pink it mentality. Like there's small dudes out there too that have short lengths of poles. And so Ruger is just really responsive in a lot of their firearms. There's spacing systems that you can put in the buttstock of the rifle and you can put them in and take them out depending on who's using the firearm. And I think that's really smart for them. They don't have to market like, Hey, this is a woman's gun. Like, Hey, this is a gun and we're going to build it for people. And I love that. Like, that's awesome to me. Have you had a chance to shoot or hunt with this uh, super red Hawk? No, I got Sick. one last year and I have been meaning to do a hunt. Um, I'm looking at doing some stuff in Texas next year. So that might a good be place. a good for that. Yeah. yeah, this thing looks unbelievable. In fact, I was, do you work with, do you work with any um, optic sponsors? I'm, I shoot for Night Force. Okay. Yeah. So I was looking at like scopes for this gun as well, because I, one of my goals is to get, I want to get a deer with a pistol. Yeah. So I started looking into the scopes for it. Uh, you know, what would I need? This super red Hawk. I couldn't find this gun anywhere. Like I've been looking for this gun for months. You can't, they're sold out every time they get one, they sell it. You know, but I found it in 10 millimeter, but I really wanted the 44 if I was going to do it. Cause it's, it's, it's like around, it's around $1,200, this gun. So if I figured if I was going to buy it, I'd want to get the 44. Cause then, I mean, what do you think for distance for something like that? You could go. If you have an optic, you can go a little, I mean, I think you can shoot like out to hundred yards with an optic, but inwards without an optic, I would max out at like 50. Yeah. But that I'm makes not an expert, right? Like, I mean, yep. that's, that's not like, there's people that have done more than that than me. So, so um, tell us, speaking of that, tell- is if you're, you know, looking at like typical archery ranges, you can go no optic, but if you want to, if you want to stretch the capability of that cartridge, you definitely need an optic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I agree hundred percent. I was thinking the same thing, like get that gun with a six scope on it. That's a pistol scope. And then 
you know, take those shots. But speaking of Ruger, I guess, tell us a little bit about uh, Wild and Uncut, your new podcast you're working on that's sponsored by Ruger. So, I mean, my, this is a good transition into it since we're talking about Ruger, I guess. Well, so I don't know if you guys have watched my show or not, but it's it's pretty cinematic and really super produced, and I love it. It's beautiful. I'm trying this year to kind of go a little bit more, like, in the moment, like, hunting feel. So this last episode we just shot has – more of like that feel. Um, but I wanted to do something with my series that was more personalized. Like, I feel like if you watch my series, you really don't get to know my personality at all, which I'm pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> and that doesn't get conveyed at all. Like you, you didn't tell you, we didn't say that by the way. Yeah. Huh? We said you were crazy. We didn't say that. We said you're so crazy. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I like totally know. Um, <laughs> it's good um but I am like a super energetic person and I'm like ah and that you don't see any of that on my show like it's so choreographed I mean not choreographed but it's I do voiceover it's episodic I wanted to do something that was like more out there and just personalized and so I started the wild and uncut podcast and I called it wild and uncut because that's what it is like you know, episode number two, my girlfriends, uh, Jen and Arissa from Girls with Guns, were sitting in my living room drinking wine, talking about Jen's daughter peeing on my porch, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's more like fun. Um, after the hunt, you know, we're doing some podcasts, like hunt recaps, like, you know, my dad tells stories he shouldn't tell kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, you guys are rolling on it. <laughs> that's your, that's your living room? That is awesome. That's my living room. So we're sitting around drinking wine. That's um, so cool. This, I, I aired a, or launched a podcast tonight with Miranda um, Huff tonight, and that's we shot that in Montana in Big Sky Country. And so I just wanted to be like more personal. I'm going to launch one with Josh Carney, and I don't know if you guys know Josh Carney, but that dude is super funny. Like, I bust out a full rap of the Humpty Dance during the <laughs> podcast. Um, he can't make this stuff up. Like, it's. It's been fun. So I just like the the authenticity of the podcast and it, it just gives my, you know, people a different perspective of who I am and what I do. And then it gives me an opportunity to interview some really cool people. Um, I have Terry Vaughn from um, Dirt Training. He was on Top Shot and then he did danger. He does dangerous individual recognition training. I did a podcast with him and Jimmy Herman, um, the musician. I did one with him. Um, I have a bunch of stuff from the Well-Armed Woman Conference where I've got one launching in two weeks where I interviewed a woman named Casey Woods, and she's the ex- executive director of Forge, which they make a lot of gun safe stuff, but they also are doing a thing called the Overwatch Project, which, which is a voluntary project to help combat veteran suicide. So we talk about awesome. we talk about that, but then I did like a monologue on the end of that where I talked about some of the legislative policy that um, Nancy Pelosi is trying to shove down the throats of Americans in the name of um, public health and safety, which is not constitutional. And so I did kind of a monologue on that. So I'm doing a little bit of, you know, some politics in there and some fun and it's just kind of, I'm all over the place. Okay. So the more and more we talk, I, I can see the crazy in a good way. But yes, no, that sounds actually, and that's the funnest thing. Like that's what Dave and I love to do is just kind of sit around and, you know, with, with these podcasts, we don't, we're not sitting here with a piece of paper going, did I ask that? Did I ask that? Did I ask that? Right. It's, it's kind of on the fly, open format, wherever we go, we kind of go with it. And that's, I love that. That's what I love listening to as well. So 
that I, that I think is an awesome format because people want that variety. I mean, they're, they're there listening to you. They want to know who you are. They want to know the craziness that's inside, right? <laughs> that's, that's kind of the way it is. Yes, I know. So that's fun. Yeah, we do the same thing. This this allows us to do more things like <clears throat> when we talk on here, we, we say more stuff than you'd ever see in our like our normal test lab shows that we do. And it, to me, it's fun. You can like really. And I what I like about it is talking to people like yourself, like because you get to know people better. You know, it's like I don't I didn't know anything about Christy Titus till you're on the show. And I'm like, oh, she is crazy. You know, I just never <laughs> realized. <laughs> <laughs> or how cool your living room looks, you know. We're just being supportive. We're just yes. being supportive. <laughs> just backing up your personal testimony here. It's fine. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean oh it's God. it's gotta be fun for you guys to work with um to work with like Bass Pro Cabela's. It looks like you you work with and um, you work with some of the same brands we do with Dead Down Win and the Arcus brands. Um, yeah. there's just so many great people in the industry, and I think it really kind of shows when you when you start talking like for instance we just had we just had arcus on the other day so we went through the whole lineup of dead down win and tanks wow. and all that great stuff i'm doing and, a, ton, a ton of videos for them um on tinks products and dead down win stuff and we're launching that out as the season progresses and um they make such great stuff you know they're they such do. a good company and and i'm really thankful to be part of that family of, of, of um, brands like the trophy taker. I'm using those new attacker um, broadheads right now. Well, they're not new, but they're new for me. The ones with the Ramcat Diamondback shooter. And I, those things are freaking wicked. Yeah. <laughs> I love so it. you yeah, mainly does, does a really good job, put out really good quality products for sure. So I saw your video that you, I think you just posted one on the, uh, the buck pucks, which is kind of their, their newer thing. Those, those hang on, those hang almost like a scent wafer, but those hang on, uh, those hang on, they almost look like a lollipop actually, but I don't think you want to, I don't think you want to taste them at all, but you just basically go out and hang them up. And they're just such cool ideas that they come out with. No miss. Well, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've like doused myself in deer pee. And it's, (laughs) On purpose or on, like, is that the crazy oh, okay. coming out or is that not? The box eliminates that. like, no mess. Okay. I love it. I so, love hey, it. Chrissy, tell us about everything else you got going on because you have a lot of things going on here. So, it looks like you got some jewelry and buckles and a whole bunch of stuff. So, tell us a little bit about that. Man, I don't know how I do all the things I do. So, I have a jewelry line with Montana Silversmiths and I launched it actually in conjunction. Like Cabela's was my original vendor exclusively um, when we launched like seven years ago, but I wanted to do something different with them. So my t- Montana Silversmiths is iconic in the Western jewelry industry. They do all the buckles for the NFR. Like they're big into the cowboy kind of Western buckle scene. And, and um, you know, with every buckle, there's a story and that's kind of their tagline, but they always did um, a plated silver jewelry. So it wasn't solid sterling. And um, yeah, so that's, you can order a custom buckle um, uh, through me, through Montana Silversmiths, and do some stuff with your elk ivories. But basically, my jewelry, what I what I approached them with is I wanted to do something that was solid sterling silver. So the goal for me with my jewelry line, as you guys are seeing on, on the page right now, is I wanted stuff that's solid sterling, natural stone, and would be more of like a keepsake piece. So what happens with a lot of plated jewelry for women, if you wear it for a while, the sterling kind of wears off and the patina underneath shows and it just loses that luster. 
Um, so we designed an entire jewelry collection kind of around the outdoors and antlers and um, natural I stuff. love that. Yeah. So that it's, it's something like if your daughter kills her first year, you can get her a buckshed necklace or your wife kills her first elk and, and stuff that would be kind of almost like an heirloom quality without being super expensive. So the, so the, my neighbor, uh, my, the neighbor kid, um, who's in his, he's in high school. He makes, this is crazy, but he makes outside. I'll see him all the time. He makes jewelry by hand outside and turquoise is one of the blocks he uses. He showed me one time he had it in the solid format and he took it down to something like this for a ring or something. It was the coolest thing. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> they grinded it all the way down to this. It was incredible. Yeah. It's, it's so cool to watch. They do a really great job. Like I said, they've been in the business for 50 years and, and the jewelry collection is huge. Um, and every year we add like 15 to 25 new pieces. Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> styles constantly. So every year there's fresh looks from, you know, you guys are seeing some freshwater pearl stuff on there and um, white howlite, which is like a white turquoise and incorporated some of my branding in that. It's been a lot of fun. Um, to see that grow and develop. Now my jewelry's in like 500 stores across the country. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. That's yeah, so cool. I, I love the American veteran feel that you have to some of this stuff too. Um, I think, I mean, you know, I, I'm a big supporter of veterans, love our country, but, but to, to do that kind of stuff and just bring light to all the veterans that, that have served with this country. I love when people do that. And so thank you for that. I think that's absolutely awesome. Um, yes, we take a percentage of the proceeds from that Freedom Isn't Free collection and I donate it to Wounded Warrior Outdoors. But they awesome. just did a jewelry collection with Taya Kyle. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is just kind of back off from doing that American kind of jewelry and let her own that space. And um, I think she's a better person to kind of represent that and, and, and do that. So um, That's cool, though. These two yeah. hats are sick. Yeah, I, I, well, I usually oh have hats, but I haven't been to a trade shows, so I'm kind of buried so cool. back on my inventory a little bit. Yeah, that's cool. So, but I like the old trucker styles and yeah, yep. yeah, so it's the you have a lot style. of fun with that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like it. it. Looks good here too when you're wearing it. It looks really cool. Thanks. Yeah, no. So it's a lot of good stuff on there, and I you got a lot going on. There's I've a got lot to- going on here. This year, we're producing. I think I've got like 20 episodes I'm doing, and then. Wow. 50 commercial segments and then 24 podcasts. Jeez. You are, do you, I mean, can you even find time to hunt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm burning it down. Um, but I've become really efficient at, you know, what I do. So I've got really good systems. And then I used to have just like a full time producer, and now I've expanded into having more like a team. So I have one guy that does all my audio podcasts, another guy that does the video podcast. Um, I have field producers that I work with. I have another guy that produces my tip segments and then another guy, another production company that's doing all my editing on my full episodes. And, and I'm, like I said, I'm kind of working on a little bit of a little change on the format of those. So, you know, I stay really busy. Plus I shoot long range competitions in the spring. Um, and then I'm doing a ton of stuff with Pistol this year. Like we, Jen and Arissa and I did a ton of content, content creation for the Well-Armed Woman Chapter Leaders. And um, I'm doing a bunch of defensive pistol training 
this fall and then I'm going to roll into a bunch of defensive pistol training with, with revolvers in the spring and, and just kind of keep growing on that as well. Cause I'm also an NRA pistol instructor. So um, I try awesome. to try to do a lot of things. Um, I think there's a saying like master of none. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> well, you Creator put us to shame for sure. So you got a lot going on. I'm going to share this with you real quick. I want, I want you to see this. Um, Cause I just got it done and I, I, I know you, re, you love like content like I do, especially like creating things. And I just had this done for the other thing we're working on. I just wanted you to see it and hear it. Cause this is one of the coolest things I had done. And this one, I have you guys see it real quick. Let's see here. Let me know. Can you hear it? You're listening yeah. to the gun hunter planet podcast, your gateway into the great outdoors. So sit back, relax over a campfire and enjoy the show. Gun Hunter Planet, where guns and heritage come together. That's Woo! That's, what you guys think? That's awesome. I love the music <laughs> you, at the end, man. Do you guys like the voice? That voice is serious money. That was not yeah. like a normal voice. I had to like that's a professional voice. That guy does John Deere, Ford, all these major. I brands. was gonna say he sounded so familiar, but I've heard him on the Ford commercials. Yes, no doubt. Okay, He's no joke. Like I had to pay for commercial rights just to do that, and like there was a ton, but. My point is when you said like you have a guy who does all this and does this audio, I start thinking about it. So I start hiring out like tons of stuff. Um, just like, hey, you know what? I need I need an intro. I gotta hire this out. I'm not gonna do it myself anymore. It just takes a long time to do all that stuff, you know. I have a guy who does my website and he's fantastic. And I call him, I'm like, Hey John, like, can you help me with this, this, and this? And he like get, just does it. Yeah. And, and, just, and then like he'll bill me every six months. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, but I can't do, you know, you just can't manage everything. And, and there's, everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. And, and I'm learning, you know, with me, with my content team, um, you know, it's a pretty big team, but they're very efficient and, and I'm learning to be efficient, but, you know, I wrote 50 commercial segments this year and wow. five, oh, <laughs> like yeah. I write yeah, that's them, a lot. I them, I location prep for every i mean i'm doing all of it like it's it just just travel plans too i mean that takes up quite a bit well i'm getting good like um i don't know if anybody cares is listening how this works but (laughs) but i've gotten pretty efficient at it to where i'll do like production days and i'll shoot like four or five segments in a day i storyline it out i write it script it prop it out and shoot stuff and then you know you're you become a lot more efficient with your time um, instead of saying, well, I think we'll do this. Or if I'm on location, like this last week, I shot five segments while I was elk hunting. So I had everything rolled out with what I wanted, you know, my scripting to be, and then we'll just throw B-roll over it in post-production later on. And so then it's, it's more authentic to being on location. So I've gotten a lot better with my efficiencies. It's like using my production time wisely instead of waste wasting time. Do you, do you own the cameras or do you guys lease or rent the cameras? No, I hire out, I hire out subcontractors. So, um, the people that I hire for different projects, bring their own equipment, but I have all my own podcast equipment. So I am doing that. And my husband's really good. You know, he's, he's helping a lot with stuff and, um, I like it when you're filming for like, commercial stuff for like let's say ruger or cabela's whatever it is are they usually filming in like reds cameras or or sony's just sony's or canons it doesn't really matter i mean everything's 4k 
like when I upload my podcast video to like Facebook and YouTube, YouTube, I can do like 1080, um, but Facebook, an hour long podcast, the video file is so big. Yeah. I just right. up in 720. Yeah. So do we. Yeah. This will end up in 720 because there's no point. It's not like, you know, most time people are listening, you know, yeah. Yeah. but all right, Christy, thanks for joining us. I appreciate this uh, tremendously and uh, pursue the wild.com. And also uh, there, you could go there guys to get all the information about Christy. There's also all her connections to Instagram and YouTube and all that. Make sure you go and subscribe to all that. You're not going to miss it. And I, I'm truly excited for your podcast. I think it's going to be really cool. And I love the format. I love that. You're just chilling in your living room. I think that's legit. Well, not all of them are like that. Like I have a whole <laughs> coming out from the well-armed woman. Um, that we shot there. Um, and it's, you know, I've got some really people on that. Um, that one's not quite the same living room vibe, but, um, you're going to have a mix of both, you know, the living room vibe. And then, you know, when I met events like Twaf, um, so it, yeah, it's, it's, it's super chill. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. We love that. I am going to be launching on carbon TV. Ooh, oh, coming awesome. over. Mm-hmm. Glad to yeah. hear we're already over there. That's exciting. Yeah. So I'm working on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram for content, and then and then I just signed with Carbon TV. So I'm putting everything on Carbon. So if you guys um, are Carbon watchers, pay attention. We're, we're Carbon watchers and creators. That's exciting. That's really cool. sugar from hair care to body wash to lotions and more is made with real ingredients for a raw clean that infuses your senses with raw joy made with cold pressed extracts from clean good for you ingredients raw sugar refreshes your hair body and soul lifting your spirit boosting your energy and making you feel like well your rawest self raw sugar available at your local walmart The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.